Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Do You Say Anime. I'm your host, Peter, and on today's episode, we are going to be in the semifinals of Anime Duel of the Decades. We have 2018 going up against 2019. Joining me today from Watch Club, we have Miles and Pat. How's it going, you two? Uh, I think Hello. I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing good, too. I, uh, I, I've had a good day. That's I think good. we were waiting on for one of us to say something. That was my bad. I <laughs> yeah, put you on that's... the spot. Yeah, two two people. Yeah, how are you doing? You two different people that are not in the same room nor uh, communicating through the. Not Sorry, you guys are the moderators. I just assumed you guys are one with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're we always agree. Like, we're, yeah, <laughs> we're always agree. So. Yeah, we, we agree on everything. That's true. Well, as always, thank you for joining. And our co-host as well is Adam M. How's it going? Uh, doing well. I just woke up from a nap. That's why we're having such a late start today. True, true. And our wild card for today, as Haz is recovering from jaw surgery, mm-hmm. we have Saint. Saint, how's it going today? Good. What's going on? Arifreda, underrated. Okay. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> can, Saint, can we Saint, kick him yet? Saint will never be reinvited back to the podcast. So thanks for that, Saint. So on today's episode, Anyways. we are in the semifinals. <laughs> We have our number one seed, 2018, going up against 2019. We have a good, I think we got a couple of really good battles going on today. We're going to be doing uh, the top five most popular and top five highest rated from each year as they duel each other out. The winning show gets one point. We have all the points from each respective year, and whoever, whichever year has the most points advances to the finals. And they will be going up against the winner of 2011 versus 2016, which we will be doing in two weeks. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. We are going to be doing the number five most popular show from 2018, and that is Buddy Girl Senpai. That's what it is. Going up against Dr. Stone. Um, I'll start, and then we'll do Miles Goes Last. So let's do me, Pat, Adam, Saint. Yeah, I'll go, I normally go Miles. second. So. Yeah, so we'll do that. So I think these are two absolute powerhouses from the year in general. Both shows yeah. in my mouth have nines. I... This is, and then we're only talking the Bunny Girl Senpai show. So, in terms of the show itself, I think Dr. Stone gets a little extra credit for it being 24 episodes instead of 12. I also think Dr. Stone gets hurt a little bit more because I think the first arc of the season one of Dr. Stone is kind of slow paced, but it does, does a decent job of setting everything up. 
However, I think the second uh, arc of Dr. Stone is incredible. These are two great shows, two different style of genres when we have one super shonen. The other one is more of a Monogatari style. I don't know what Monogatari falls under. Oh, stop. It kind of is. It has smooth brain Monogatari. Yeah, stop. I, I knew that was coming. Just why is that only? You, come on. You had to do it. But... It's, it's, the similarity is that it's a guy who just helps a lot of women. Like, that's that you could say that about a lot of anime. <laughs> that's true. That's, just, that's the only similarity. Is that's there also, like, supernatural elements and stuff? I, there absolutely is. There, there is, but the, the supernatural elements themselves. Yes, I could say that. I would agree with that for sure. Um, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Pete. But no, I, I you're, just, good. you're good. It's, yeah. That's part of it. But it's just you have one of the best waifus probably in the last, like, five years with my, like, incredible but then we also have like one of the best male shonen protagonists in senku and dr stone so this show has a lot at least in my opinion has a lot of like similarities and how good the quality of the show is but if i have to get, put my vote i think the biggest difference is the second arc of dr stone i think it was the best arc of 2019 i thought it was a 10 out of 10 arc it was fantastic it checked every box and you know i'm a big anti-shonen guy Dr. Stone was incredible. The second hour of Dr. Stone was incredible. So my vote is going to Dr. Stone. Pat. Wow. Wow. I'm shocked. I thought you were going to go with uh, Bunny Girl sent by myself. So uh, one thing that I would say to counter your, your last point about how Senku is a great protagonist, but uh, I would argue that Sakata from Bunny Girl Senpai is a, another fantastic male protagonist. So I, I think like he he is on, he and my as a couple are the power couple of the decade i mean you you might be able to say uh kaguya and shinomiya but they're not actually a couple so you know you can't really say that these guys are actually dating so that that would be my argument that i would make kaguya um, and shinomiya is in fact the same person he he, uh, he obviously hasn't seen love is war can you, can you tell i've only watched uh the first season so far i love that show but um God, uh, Shirogane is his name, isn't it? I was close. Yeah, I was close. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, that's uh, Freudian slips, you know? That, I good, you love good. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, would I love know. a Kaguya, Kaguya, Oh, God, I can't say her name. Shinomiya, Shinomiya, ship. I'll do it. Two yeah. Of them. I'm oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be something to see them try and interact with each other. I, it'd be uh, a good little sitcom, maybe a little uh, four coma manga at the end of their <laughs> volume or something. That'd be fun. Um, anyways, uh, Bunny Girl Senpai is one of my favorite shows that I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, 2018's just a loaded year for me. I, I can't speak highly enough about it, but at the same time, 2019 was pretty fantastic too. So, um, I mean, I, I think the, the winner of this decade or, or this this matchup, I think, is going to win win the finals myself. That, that I'm going to say it here. I think, I think it has a huge advantage going forward. I I agree with everything pretty much Pete has said about Bunny Girl Senpai. It's, it's fantastic. All the show, uh, all the characters are great, but I also love Doctor Stone. I especially did like it as a guy who doesn't like Shonen that much myself. Maybe not as much distaste for it as Pete has, but I did not. True. It did not feel like Shonen when I was watching it. I really, really enjoyed it, and uh, all the characters are great. The art style is a little weird and off-putting, but once you get used to it, it's fine. And I thought that the way that they did that final arc with the uh, involving space and everything as well, I thought that was so cool and. Uh, Gotta give him props for being able to write like that. So, but at the same time, I have to go with Michael Senpai. That that show is just phenomenal. I I, I can't. Speak I, I knew you were gonna go Doctor Stone, but it was fun to hear it. Uh, yeah, no, I get. I loved Doctor Stone too, but I Bunny Girl Senpai is just 
Uh, and again, even without the movie, this show on its own is a nine for me. Like it's all uh, the movie is a ten in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. The movie is a perfect. And if you took this show and you took the first arc of Bunny Girl Senpai, that'd be a ten, right? Like, yeah. and there there are some weak arcs, which is why I, I tend to or I, I scored a nine myself. But it, it is even the weak arcs are still fun. Like it, they they don't stand out significantly terribly. They just they pale in comparison to the the peaks of the show. So, yeah. um, well, you know, just you know the the summit or the peak right beneath Mount Everest is still the second highest peak, isn't it? You know, but it's the, but just compared to the Everest peak, it's, it's the K two right? of anime. There you yeah, go. yeah, there you go. That's a great example. Well, yeah, I guess so. The K, the arcs are like K two to to Everest. So there sure. you go. That, right. That's what I'd say. All right, so Pat's going with Bunny Girl. Adam, I'm gonna be a little less winded on mine. Uh, I'm not too far, mm-hmm. or I'm not super familiar with Doctor Stone. So, uh, but Bunny Girl Senpai I know has characters that are just beloved and the amount of not necessarily memes but just the characters like getting out beyond the anime whether that's figures and just uh, memes count too i guess like the characters have gone beyond just the anime themselves in popular culture far more than i think dr stone has i don't see stuff for dr stone nearly as much as i'd see like my showing up in while streaming or browsing Reddit or on YouTube and stuff. So I'm going to give it to Bunny Girl Senpai just because I feel like it's a little farther reaching than uh, Dr. Stone has been. All right. That's actually a really good point. I like that point a lot about the pop culture impact. True. Saint, you're up. Yeah, so I was uh, kind of split on this one. I honestly, I really enjoyed Dr. Stone when I was coming out and all the the characters and the memes, especially with the eyes and the Minga Hammerhead shark. That was freaking hilarious. But... Right when I started getting really heavy into seasonals was around Bunny Girl Senpai. And with, like, my being such a staple in the community now, it's just, like, undeniable how lasting it's been, especially with that movie and how that impacted it. So, overall, in my opinion, I'm going to give it to Bunny Girl. All right. And Miles, round it out for us. Yeah. So, I mean, I do make fun of Bunny Girl Senpai a lot. Um, but that's mostly just to get a rise out of Pat uh, <laughs> because he likes it so much. Um yeah. Uh, I I tried watching Doctor Stone. I got like seven minutes into it and was just like, I never want to watch this ever again. And so I never did. Um, and so for that reason, um, I will have to give this to Bunny Girl Senpai as well. Um, maybe one day I'll get around to watching it, and you know maybe I'll like it or maybe I won't. But I bet I'll get more than seven minutes into it. Yeah, that's, so... I feel yeah. <laughs> Okay, so in a four-to-one victory for 2018, we have Bunny Girl Senpai over Dr. Stone. Moving on to our number four most popular for 2018, we have Darling in the Franks going up against 2019's The Rising of the Shield Hero. Wow. Yeah, this one is... (laughs) This one's tough because I think both shows have their highs and lows. For most part, they kind of have their lows. Uh, I think Darling in the Franks has, the, in my opinion, the worst ending in anime history. They literally copy-pasted Gurren Lagann and had no originality to it, even though this is a completely original show. On the other hand, we have The Rising of the Shield Hero, which, in my opinion, has the worst supporting cast in anime history. All three of the side heroes are just complete idiots, and they drive me absolutely insane. Nalfami is an okay slave master, but, you know, for the most part, he's kind of a garbage character. <laughs> Ro- props to Raftalia, like Raftalia, nothing bad to say about her. Um, I guess, like, both of these shows for me are, like, sixes and sevens. Darling in the Franks has some really 
great moments. I'll put it that way. Up until you get to like episode 17 and then they just take down their pants and shit the bed. Shield Hero, I don't know if it has like a climactic moment in my head that sticks out. It might have one where it just I can't picture something that was like, holy shit. I think a lot of people might say like the priest well, fight. The priest fight is okay, what well, I was about. I also think yeah. the priest fight is awful. It's that, a really static it fight. Was two episodes, it was two that. episodes yeah. long. It should have been six minutes. But the just, payoff was cool. The pay, like the, I don't think um, the payoff was cool because the whole point of like, uh, the girl's army coming in and then he just deus ex machina's with the shield and just wins the fight because he's a defensive hero and has the, the most animation of it was has, cool though. That's oh what sure, I would say. yeah, that's and, why. Like, I, that's if we're talking animation, Darling and the Franks part partnered with Trigger that's and A One. Like they had really good animations in some of it. This was just like a battle of like mediocrity, to be honest for me. I'm just I'm gonna give it the Darling and the Franks just because I think it had a little bit like higher highs, even though I absolutely hate the ending. That's fair. So, so for me, I, um, similar to Pete, I really enjoyed Darling and the Franks, and then it it did this thing that just didn't work for whatever reason. They they tried to, I wouldn't say they exactly copy and pasted Gurren Lagann, but it is very very similar. And I think that they get a little bit too much hate from the community because of that, because I think at the end of the day, the final episode itself was actually pretty cool, and I think that um, it was different enough that it wasn't a copy. And I I also liked the the. the uh, call back to the original um, the lovebirds the two birds that can't fly without each other I thought that was pretty cool and I was happy with the the two souls finding each other again whatever blah blah, blah. Um, but uh, and then on the other side I actually used to really like shield hero I think when I first watched it I sat there and I was eating it up I was like oh this show is gas like I, I'm loving it this is a lot of fun and then I sat down and critically thought about it thanks to Miles and I can't, <laughs> um, well no I mean I guess I did it a little bit on my own but Miles really like hammered it home to me and I was just like yeah you're right I probably th this show really isn't that good like critically and so I thought about it. I'm like well critically it's not good but it's still enjoyable I really do still enjoy Shield Hero and I'm, I look forward to watching the next few seasons of it because even while I was sitting there and being like disappointed with as the episodes went on beyond like the first like five episodes I, I still enjoyed certain things about it Reftalia is awesome uh wow I ran out of things that are nice to say. <laughs> that's uh, actually ready. the thing yeah. that's the thing yeah. that's good about the show because Raftali is awesome, and Naofumi is the the power system is cool in the show. They don't when whenever they actually do examine it, I think the power system is cool, but they don't actually ever examine it that often, which is frustrating too. Um, but so yeah, uh, even with that said though, I think Darling of the Franks had its like Pete said, it, its peaks were so high, and I I enjoyed the hell out of that show. And people make fun of it for like the doggy style, like whatever sex sex like euphemisms. I, I eat symbolism up like I love that kind of stuff and when it actually has meaning behind it I, and like is clever I, I love it and I think that the Darling of the Franks was really clever with it in the first like 15 to 20 episodes of the show before it just went and shit the bed as we've all said many so times. what's so, your what's your vote I'm going with Darling of the Franks sorry all right Adam yeah I'm somewhere in the middle here on all this I think as as the other two have said Darling of the Franks had the higher highs, but it definitely had the lower lows. And Rising of the Shield Hero was pretty across the board for me. Yeah. Pretty steady. So I don't necessarily fault it for that as much as I fault Darling in the Franks. While at the beginning of Darling in the Franks, I was on that shit. And then you said you mentioned the sex metaphors. I would had such a headcanon for where this was going to go with that. <laughs> I thought they had so much to say 
about because using the doggy style and the XY on their uh, on their uniforms mm-hmm. and the pairings of I I had such an idea of what they were gonna go into about like the declining birth rates in Japan and how important it is to have a like a steady male female relationship blah 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 like even if it was something I don't necessarily agree with I thought they were gonna make a point and then they never did. And that made me so mad and hate the ending so much more that Darling and the Franks, all those negatives are the only things I think about when I think of the show now. I don't think of the highs that I had with it. And so for that reason alone, I'm giving it to Shield Hero. All right. Saint. What's the score right now? Is it two to one? Two to one. Darling and the Franks. Okay. Well, uh, I was going to say if Rise and the Shield Hero, like climactic part, will probably when he finally gets revenge on mine and the king and he mm. makes oh, them yeah. change their names. Because that's, that's like a whole, that's like the climactic part for the whole season. And then it's just like two episodes of them on an island doing training. Um, I really enjoyed Darling in the Franks because I saw it before Gurren Lagan. So I think that really helped it out. And oh, I yeah. Think, it would have uh, helped a lot. Yeah. A ton. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> And I think uh, Shield Hero was really good in the beginning, especially, I think it's episode, like, four, where Raftelli has the curse mark removed, and then she gets it again to, like, kind of earn his trust. I found that moment very impactful for them and, like, their character growth. But then it, it kind of stuttered. <laughs> Miles is Miles is, right Miles is I, I can see it on Miles. It's funny. Go ahead. Keep talking, though, please. Right, Don't worry. We'll come so, to your defense a little bit. We will help you. So... So then they, uh, but it's like a lot of the middle is kind of boring. I didn't really care much for Philo's arc with the giant bird princess thing. And uh, I liked uh, Darling the Franks a lot more in the beginning with the character development. And I really did enjoy the ending with the uh, souls coming back together in the end. So Darling the Franks for me. All right, Miles, I know your answer, but please, uh, as always, your, yes, your um, shield hero rant or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so... Saint, it, it, impactful moment. We're I, I can't. I honestly can't at this point. I mean, <laughs> Shield Hero, sure, Darling in the Franks was disappointing, but to be disappointed in something at one point you had to have faith in it. So, <laughs> right. It's impossible to be disappointed in Shield Hero because by episode three you were aware of what it was, and it was that which was bad. For the rest of the time. So, I I don't know. I, I think I would rather go on a journey and be disappointed at the end than just fucking suck shit like Shield Hero does for 24 episodes. Oh, okay. I don't know about that one. And, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. You were just praising the absolutely pro-slavery scene. So, let's, let's calm down on that. Um, I don't know. I hate Shield Hero. I think every character besides maybe Raftalia is bad. I think it has no point. I think that the world is cool and then they don't use it. I think the premise is cool and then they flip it on its head four episodes in. I think that it's just bad. Everything about the show is bad. The animation isn't even that good. The fights aren't that good. It's not exciting. It's not interesting. It's stupid. I hate the show. I'm never, ever going to vote anything behind it. So, yeah. It's Darling of the Franks. All right. And a 4-1 to one victory for 2018. Wow. We have Darling the Franks over the rising of the Shield Hero. I'm glad we've got good taste. Yeah. That, that one, I knew that one would be good. This one also might be pretty good. Here we go. This number, one's going to be great. The number yeah. three most popular from 2018. I had the images flipped or whatever. We have uh, Violet Evergarden going up against 2019's The Promised Neverland. 
I made I made the joke last time about comparing Dorigami to Violet Evergarden. I'm not gonna do it this time. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Violet Evergarden is like an iconic piece of work. It's going to be when you talk best animation in anime, it's going to be in the discussion almost every single time if people know what they're talking about. It's a compelling story. It has a very unique story too with the whole writing letters. Not many types of shows are like Violet Evergarden. Promise Neverland is a horror that doesn't involve showing the killing. It doesn't show you the terror. It makes you feel the terror. It makes you see the like the appearance changes on like Sister Crone. You see it on the mother, how her personality changes throughout the show as Emma and Norman and Ray learn more and more about what's going on on their so-called, I'll say a farm, because they're essentially there to be cattle for these alien-like creatures. And I really like that aspect of horror, where it makes you, it's like the psychological aspect. You see it in episode one where Connie is killed, but the, other than that, nobody else is killed on screen. Sister Crone is killed off screen, but... Sorry, spoiler alert. Heavy spoiler alerts going forward. Sorry. Also, like, going 40 seconds back. And also going back, like, 10 minutes, too, because, like, we talked about Darling and the Franks' ending, too. I'm so just trying not... to be... I'm just, I'm just trying to get it out there. Yeah. Um, these are both incredible shows. And in my mind... In ter I think in terms of critically speaking, I think Violet Evergarden is the better show. But to me, I think just my personal feeling, I like The Promised Neverland more. So my vote is going to The Promised Neverland. Gasp. Oh, ouch. Um, okay, well, so I guess I, it's my turn to, to go on my, my little rant. Violet Evergarden is... If, uh, if a little movie, you know, that you guys might not have heard too much about, but this was this movie called Your Name... Uh, if that movie didn't come out this decade, uh, I think Violet Evergarden would be anime of the decade. That's going to be my hill that I'll die on. Uh, I, I relate to the stories and I, and I, I find the, the, it's so unique. It's such a fascinating world or a time that they're, they're developing in, which is essentially like a, a pseudo post-World War One like country almost or, or, or whatever, uh, with like, obviously with some technological differences, like, uh, electricity and um mechanical arms that work you know stuff like that um I, I i can't speak highly enough about this show the animation is one thing it's stunning but i think the the, the characters are all very well developed violet gr shows so much growth the story keeps you on edge and i've never uh felt so emotional uh watching a show before as i have watching violet evergreen that doesn't speak again poorly to promise neverland which i originally was not interested in at all and even after hearing the premise and hearing like oh it's really cool like just watch the first episode i wasn't that into it but by uh by episode like seven or eight i was watching it like weekly on the cooldown like waiting for it to come out um every week and i i i really do like the story and i can't wait to watch more of it but um file evergarden is just special to me man it, it's so it, it's so great and uh at conveying emotion and especially a, a studio like Kyoto Animation, I think they they deserve all the credit that they get for this show. So I gotta go with uh, Violet Evergarden. Yeah, I feel it. Like, and I, there's gonna be a show on coming up here where it's kind of the same thing with me, where it has such an emotional impact that it, like it outweighs a lot. 
My yeah. Hero Academia Season 3. Uh, yeah, no, I was, dude, I was, spoiler I was alert. Come on, that's man. Not, that's what I was thinking, because I was like, what show is coming up? You that, know that I bleed for I would take a bullet for Deku. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so again, Violet is just Violet uh, is. anime of the decade. All right. Stunning. Oh Adam. My, my opinion is useless in this one. Um, both uh, of these are on my backlog, and I'm waiting for to be in the right emotional state to watch both of them, which are two completely <laughs> different emotional states. Yeah, they are. And so oh, it's one of those, they're both in those genres where I have to be in the mood for a good horror, and I have to be in the mood for like a good like emotional show and i haven't seen either of these but i have seen i've seen clips and things like that so i've seen little bits and pieces and the visuals of violet evergarden are going to have to be the thing i base this on because i don't have anything else and so violet evergarden just being as beautiful as it is i have to give it to that but based on story and things like that it's a complete wash for me because i don't know either so Violet Evergarden and take my opinion with a grain of salt, I guess. All right, that's fair. Saint. All right, I'm about to grab some facts here. So I'm going to start off with Promise Neverland, uh, a show that was, one, very interesting to watch because I didn't even plan on watching it until I think I saw like Gigux video or something on it. And I was like, oh, all right. And I binged the first three episodes because it was so entertaining and it kept me hooked. It has very good suspense and thriller elements. And good horror, like you guys were saying. But I think it also does a lot more with how, like, the director and, like, the team handled it. Like, there's little images of just clocks scattered around. I can't, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the manga, but it's, like, I think the director just really enjoyed clocks. Like, you guys <laughs> thought that was a funny fact. And so if you, like, look, like, when they're, uh, like, the camera's above all the trees, it, like, forms a clock with, like, time. And, like, the way they did, like, first-person view with, like, CGI. So, like, you actually feel like you're looking through the character's eyes as they go down a hall. And, like, just all the twists and turns it took. It was very entertaining. And especially, like, the ending. Um, and, like, what you find out, like, the backstory for a lot of characters. Um, it, I will say, though, I got up to, like, episode, I believe, like, four or five. And then I got tired of waiting week to week. So, I just stopped watching for, like a month or two and it was over for like five weeks and i finally went back and finished it so i'm not sure if that helps or not and then uh violet evergarden i watched way after all the hype just because i was busy watching other things and i ended up going and kind of trying to binge through it but it was it was really it's a lot slower it's you had to kind of take your time with it but the animation is utterly stunning and I think the story is pretty cool and unique and like the world is very nicely put together and like all the characters, how they interact with each other seems very cool and how you're on this journey to have Violet become more human. It's very emotional, like just char emotionally charged and like a lot of the episodes are like that. But I can only remember like one key episode and it's the father-daughter one and where he like, I think it's the father-daughter where they like write the letters or that one and, like, the one where they write the letters for, like, years to come in the future. The, the one where they write the letters, that's a lot of the episodes. But yeah, <laughs> well, I, I mean, like... No, so did you they... mean... I'm assuming the father and daughter one, you're talking about the one where he writes a letter to his daughter that passed away. Yes, um, and then so there's that the one, other one. one. The one with the mother who writes the birthday letter to her daughter for the next six, 60, 70 years. Or yes, yeah. that okay, one. Okay, those, yeah, those, the, those two are episodes, episodes 9 and 10, actually. I, I know the episodes because those... I'm a nerd. But yeah, <laughs> yeah um... that, that's insane. Yeah, mm -hmm. those two episodes are my favorite, and they're, like 
partially the only ones I can remember fully, and I mm-hmm. I know they like really made me cry. But it's like there's other anime too that made me feel that way, like like Your Lie in April hit me that way. Uh, I want to eat your pancreas. The movie hit me that way. So it's like it's not that unique to me. Um, and it's like Promise Neverland. It's we've seen horror and thriller and anime too, but never as good. Um, so this is kind of hard to decide, but I think I'm gonna go Promise Neverland. All right, Miles, you're the deciding vote for the first time tonight. Hooray! So, horror is in the unknown, right? As I think Pete was saying, and I think a thing that anime normally fails at is that when it tries to do horror, it tries to do like horror of like the grotesque. It tries to show us grotesque things, to show us violence, to show us, you know, stuff like that. And I, I think what's really scary is not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing the situation you're in, but knowing that it's dangerous in some way. And I think that the promised Netherland does that absolutely fantastically. Um, The amount of suspense and fear is palpable throughout the entire show. Um, All of the characters, even the antagonists have things to be afraid of. They have, you know, quotas to meet like isabel has her own masters she has competition from uh crone or whatever her name is um and there's just so many complexities and so much tension from every direction and so this isn't a knock on violet evergarden but i think that promise neverland does something that anime isn't great at doing absolutely fantastically um, so my vote is going to be for, uh, the Bronx Neverland. All right. Let's go. All right. 2019 is now on the board as a three to two victory of the promised Neverland beating, maybe upsetting Violet Evergarden, depending on who you ask. It's, it's an upset for me, but I don't know about it, the rest of us. I'm going to start crying again about Violet That's Evergarden. That's fine. I, I, have a, I have a feeling that you we're going to be, I'm going to be in the same boat as you, Pat, and just a little bit, but. As we jump into our next one, we are doing the number two most popular from 2018. We have Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 1 going up against One Punch Man Season 2. Obviously, (laughs) everyone knows that we're big AOT haters. Um, I stopped after Season 1, so I never stopped Season 3. I started One Punch Man Season 2 and dropped it because... I did not like the direction it was going. I did not like the animation. I liked Garu, the villain. That's about it. King was okay. So this is, honestly, this is going to come down to, like, which one I think had, like, a bigger, like, I don't know, impact or what more people liked. So this is more of, like, what Adam said earlier with, like, a grain of salt. This is just, like, a default pick. I'm going Attack on Titan Season, or Season 3 Part 1. Okay, um... Both of these shows, like, so a lot of people really do like One Punch Man Season 1. It, it just wasn't for me, and I guess that's the, the anti-shonen guy inside of me that just doesn't like it very much. Um, so, And hearing what I've heard about Season 2 now, there's no way I'd go back and try to watch it, because it, I just, there's no nothing to look forward to, versus when you compare that with Attack on Titan, which I didn't enjoy at all when I first watched it, even when I was in my, like, 
early everything in anime is great you know like phase of like w starting to watch anime i even sat there and said oh i don't like attack on titan you know so so that, that that's got to be yeah no i know it's crazy but it's like that's actually how i felt about it but hearing <laughs> what i've heard about it now and going back it sounds like attack on titan season three is where it starts to turn around like it, it turns into a show that's worth watching so um you know, I think I, I, I'm going to go with Attack on Titan on this one just because, again, One Punch Man Season 2, that was like the meme of last year where it was like the most disappointing show. That that's... and like Seven Deadly Sins. Just yeah, it's like basically those oh, two. I'm so yeah. upset with that one, The dude. studio change just like ruined the show. Just completely yeah, changed the show. Uh, and that we've seen good anime studio changes. Uh, um, uh, Snafu. Or Gairu. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> or Gairu. Snafu. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, know, know your place. Know your place. I haven't seen it. Haven't. I haven't seen yeah. it. I'm sorry. Oh, well, it's, it's, yeah, what a fool. Up. Oh, my God. Attack on Titan. That's, All that's right. My Adam, you're up next. Well, I'm going to get the third boo out of Saint today. Um, I don't for the first season of Attack on Titan. I know we're not talking about that right now, but it does play into this. The, I, I was down to check it out because of the hype and i found it overly predictable and not that great and so i didn't oh. watch season two and i didn't watch season three one punch man season one i did enjoy so season two being so much of a disappointment compared to the first one kind of like took the wind out of my sails on one punch man and that's what i now kind of remember one punch man as is that show that started out great and then kind of just lost lost its uh path and people do have a lot of good things to say about the third season of attack on titan and even though i've read the spoilers for what the heck goes on in this show and i hate the idea <laughs> uh, <laughs> um <laughs> i still have to give it to attack on titan season three because there seems to be a lot more love behind that than there is the one punch man season two and for me personally I don't care about either one. True, true. Yay. All right, Saint, you're up. All right, since we're all starting with Attack on Titan, let's get into it. So, season two really was uh, kind of a disappointment for me for Attack on Titan. I know we aren't talking Boo. about it. Season <laughs> Boo. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, yeah. At least I didn't drop it, though. Kept with it. So, season three, honestly, uh, not as good as the later part two of it. I liked part two a lot more, even though it, it only primary uh, primarily occupies one area season two was still really good with the uh um like the is it good do we lose them we lose What's the thing? i was just saying you're thinking hard about this point that you're trying to make i, I think we i think we lost saint well it wouldn't Am be I... it wouldn't be an anime podcast without technical difficulty so yeah. how about we just go to miles and hopefully saint comes back Sure. Um, so like all of you have said, um, you know, Attack on Titan is much, you know, there wasn't disappointed about it. It's fans liked it. It's much more beloved in the community. And um, regardless, I think you're all cowards. Um, every <laughs> single one of you. Attack on Titan is bad. Everyone who likes it is wrong. It is yeah. not a good show. True. The fact <laughs> that it had influence yeah. on our community is fucking stupid. So... I hope it did it. I hope that no shows are influenced by it going forward. Um, 
again, to be disappointed in something, you had to have faith in it at one point. And just because at one point I had faith in One Punch Man, I'm going to give it a One Punch Man season two. Because wow. it is disappointing. It isn't god-awful. And those yeah. are different yeah. things. Yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> okay, it's I think it. I, I think it's also safe to say that Saint was probably going to vote for Attack on Titan. I would say One Punch Man season two. Let's make it a little spicy. Three to two. <laughs> yeah. Um, one quick point while we wait for Saint to try to get back. Um, I, it's just a thought I had while looking at this list uh, and thinking about how Attack on Titan season two, like part two or whatever, is like viewed so much better than even part part one of like season three. Do you, like I feel like when we look back at older shows, you don't see um, you don't see seasons being broken up as much as you do nowadays. Where like again, just to use an example that's relevant to me at least is uh uh sao like has had part one part two of like the past few seasons or whatever do you think that shows do that intentionally now so that way they can get higher up or higher ratings or whatever so that way people look at them and say oh well even if you didn't like this part of the series this part might be better because like you know maybe season three as a whole for attack and titan may not have been literally like just uh, again to go off the example like attack and titan season three part two jumped like to number two on mal i think right at the beginning of the uh or when it finished debuting um you gotta wonder if like they do that on purpose of course of course mal isn't like their you know what they're measuring their success off of but at least um it has to have some sort of impact on it i would wonder if that has any relevance or or yeah this is because like imagine if sao season one had done that right because then you would probably have the einkrad arc probably floating at a low eight or and a high, then, yeah, probably a solid eight. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, even. and then you would have, you know, you would have fairy dance at like I don't know, like seven one or something, like six yeah. nine, something like that. Exactly. So six I wonder if shows do that now. Yeah, that's a nice number. That's a six, really nice six number. nine with your cousin. Whoa! Um, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> whoa! Yeah, with your with your sister, right? Yeah, your yeah. sister cousin. Or what we're saying kid. is that the show, the people are going to continue watching SAO are going to like, like give it a higher rating. Yes, exactly. No, it's not superior, yeah. so it's not quite a seven. It's just under there, so six nine. And you know, it's the cousin art. So Did you see that with like Monogatari? I guess especially in this, we see it in Jintama. We see it in Natsumi's Book of Friends. Natsumi's Book of Friends is what I was going to say. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, but even then, like the part one, part two, though, I wonder if they have started like because like again when we when we look back like let's just say like gintama right like gintama doesn't have season seven part one it has season seven where it's like a set of episodes right i feel like in general anime didn't do yeah. part one and part it, two of seasons I as much back in the day be, i think now that things are categorized seasonally so much mm. that that might have something to do that with probably it. does definitely does have something you to know because like you want to look up like oh what is the highest ranking show of like spring 2017 you know, in like Katakun, by the way. No, <laughs> I doubt that. I, 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 I was like, Kata-kun. wow, what the fuck else came yeah, out no. in 2017? Not much, um, really. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Katakun was enjoyable, um, mm-hmm. if if flawed. Um, but I yeah. think that um, I think if I had to guess, that's the biggest like categorization by seasons, and seasonals are so much bigger than they used to be. Uh, I agree. So, I think that's a very good point too. Um, Especially since you don't want your seasonal to carry over and then get a good rating, because then three months later people have lost interest. Yeah. So we can hear you now, Saint. Hey, Saint's back. Maybe we heard him for a second. We heard him for a split second. We almost heard you for a second, Saint. Is it possible that your yeah. audio? There it is. No. We heard you again. 
Well, we heard you yeah. saying like no. I think, I think we just have to move on, and he can like text me his answer or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Definitely, Mark Down is One Punch Man season two. Um. So yeah. it really seemed like he didn't like Attack on Titan. So yeah. let's move forward. Okay. So <laughs> next, we are moving to the number one most popular. And obviously, we have the best anime of all time, which is My Hero Academia Season yeah. 3. Going up against, I don't know, some show, I I think it's called Demon Slayer? Have you guys heard of that show? You make us sound like haters. You, you really I, do. I've only, heard of, I've only heard of Episode 17 or whatever it is of Demon episode Slayer. Episode 19. 19. Like, is, there, is there more than one episode in the show? Uh, no. There's actually 24 episodes in this one. Oh, I thought for some reason there was only one episode and it was just called Demon Slayer episode 19. Yeah. I mean, if you are on Twitter or if you're on Reddit, apparently that's the only episode that had impact, which I honestly don't even think episode 19 of Demon Slayer was the best episode. What? Yeah. Dude, I right, love... Continue. Please explain. Okay, well, my... It's an episode 7, Stan, and we all know it. Oh, love episode yeah. 7. No, I really like the, the kickball lady and then the fight with when Tanjiro, oh, cool when Tanjiro uses like his water breathing technique for like the first or second time, I want to mm. say was I the arrow person, right? Yeah, yeah. That it was, was like a, the brother and sister demon fight or whatever it was. Yep. yep. Okay. Well, either way, let's just continue talking about this. Um, My Hero Academia season three. This was we had one insanely memorable fight, which was the United States of Smash against All for One, which was absolutely incredible. Especially in dub, Christopher Sabat is a god. Like, he is the best English voice actor male, I think. I think most people would maybe agree with that. But I, I'm not entirely sure. Oh, maybe Saiyan's back as well. We'll see here for a second. But, yeah. yeah um, I don't know what's going on. It's a mess. Everyone knows that the M in My Hero Academia stands for mid. I think the show itself is pretty average. While I thought Demon Slayer Season 1 itself was... I thought it was, like, an incredible shonen, like, adaptation... I even on the podcast I called it like the next like like a uh, Yu Yu Hakusho I think I dubbed it as but then I realized that the manga is just similar to like Darling in the Franks they just decided to pull down their pants and craft the bed but if I'm just basing it's it off it's not of, that bad uh, I mean it's not good but it's not Darling in the Franks bad uh it's pretty bad from what I I think Tyler gave had it at like a nine and by the end of the show it was a th or by the end of the manga it was a three. And he's yeah, my, but he's, he's a my, shonen. He's yeah. a shonen Chad. I know, uh, but like he I don't yeah. take anything he has to say with a grain of salt. <laughs> a he shonen Chad. Opinions. He is dubbed the shonen Chad. Um, but yeah, so just basing off these, um, My Hero Academia season three, probably the second worst. I think season two and season four are better than season three. I but I really really enjoyed the United States of Smash episode. Demon Slayer, on the other hand, it's Kyoto animation. It had great great animation great fights uh how nezuko won best girl of the year by saying zero words and doing almost absolutely nothing was astonishing to me it wasn't kyoto by the way it was ufo oh table. sorry ufo table what am i saying sorry. Say, like that, that'd be a very different show if it was kyoto animation sorry i, I was think. sorry i was smoking krills before starting this podcast <laughs> uh so yeah. just just between these two shows i think demon slayer itself and just this season was better than my hero so i'm gonna go with demon slayer all right i'm in the teen reptalia one best girl uh oh for the I no think... the crunchy roll oh i'm oh, sorry 
I'm speaking just because we're on the podcast. Our podcast, Anime of the Year. By the way, never watch that episode because the audio is absolutely screwed up. But for our best girl, the community won. The community vote was Nezuko. I don't uh, I, sh- I should have. I should have made that more specific. That's my fault. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. You I should agree. be very ashamed. Chika I Fu- agree. By the way, I voted for Chika Fujiwara. She was That's incredible. A good vote. That's a great vote. Um, I guess we'll get to her soon enough. But uh, yeah, so um, I'm not a big My Hero guy. I think uh, I get why people like it, but it's just not for me. Uh, Demon Slayer, I loved. I uh, again, I started. I hopped onto the train a bit late. Not as late as episode 19 late, but I, I started watching around like episode five, I think, like, you know, like see, at least like week to week. And uh, my roommate, I know, adored that show a lot, too. He has a he's, you know, he's a very a bit more of a normie, likes, you know, more shonen than the nor than other things. Uh, I think this show does shonen perfectly like it does exactly everything that shonen can do and it does it so well. It was animated beautifully. And that episode 19, I know people like to crap on it because it's like oh all the hype was around it and it won best animation and all that stuff like episode 19 was phenomenal i think i i think anyone that says that it was it wasn't like a really good episode is just hating on it to hate on it i i it it, it, it was just so well done i i have to go demon slayer here because i actually like demon slayer and i don't like my hero so all right Adam. well i like both of these series i like them a fair bit um but I think the season three of My Hero Academia, the best part was definitely not the ending of it. It was the middle part or the beginning part up into the middle where we get the United States of Smash. We get the fall of uh, All Might. But uh, I didn't have any issues with Demon Slayer at all. Demon Slayer, I think, I don't remember if I gave it a 10 out of 10, but I absolutely adore the series. I have read the ending to it. Uh it's not great. I think the final fight's fine. I just think of what they try to do after the final fight sucks, which to me is only four chapters out of the whole thing. While Darling, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and finish this. What I was saying, Darling in the Franks that that had multiple episodes worth. For Demon Slayer, the ending would just be maybe an episode at at the most for the ending. So I don't know. I but that's that's the manga that has nothing to do with the uh, anime. I love the anime. Ten out of ten, I think for me. So. Demon Slayer has to take it over my hero. All right. Saint, you there? Oh, my God. Yes. It finally, I don't know what happened. My Discord cracked and my internet stopped working. It is a fucking mess. I'm sorry. Well, you're guys. back. And actually, this is a really good time because it's your turn and you can pick between okay. Demon Slayer or My gonna, Hero Academia Season 3. I'm going to, oh, okay. I'm going to rack this off before I, I get disconnected again. But uh, so My Hero Academia had great moments like uh, Deku vs. Muscular with 1 million percent, which, first off, 1 million percent, like what? But it was still a cool fight. Um, overall, I never really liked the villains of my hero. Um, I thought the all for one versus All Might Smash, like All Might, was pretty cool. The United States of Smash was such an awesome moment. Uh, but Demon Slayer, I started just because of the cool animation. I kept with it from day one. And once it got towards like the Rui fight, and I got to meet all the characters, I came to really enjoy it. So I, I definitely would go Demon Slayer just because I thought overall it's a way better product. Um, do you mind if I do Attack on Time versus uh, the other one real quick? No, no, I don't actually. Uh, Miles, you will uh, wrap things up for us. Okay, you should have said yes. You did. You mind. You, yeah, I was going. Um, wait, I was like, wait, why are you going yeah. to Miles if you don't mind him talking about uh, it? <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Um, I think I pretty much agree with what you guys are saying. Um, I, I'm going to vote for My Hero Academia Season 3, though, just because I really liked United States of Smash. Um, 
you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to give it a token vote at this point. I think that if I was like a deciding vote, I'd go Demon Slayer. But I don't, I, I think that My Hero Academia Season 3 has enough cool moments that it deserves like some representation. Okay, so, so you're memeing right now. So what you're telling me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm basically memeing. I don't know. I think All Might's fucking cool and we get to I... see him fight people and it's dope. How I, I like just real quick, how anybody doesn't think Albite is a good character drives me insane. I was like, what else could he do to be a better character in the show? He's so cool. I he is him. very cool. For as much as I hate a by hero, All Might kicks ass. Okay, well that wraps up the popularity vote for these two. So as we go into our top rated shows, 2018 will have a lead going three to two as Demon Slayer wins four to one over My Hero Academia season three. Can we get the total votes for each side? Uh, 8, 10, 14. 2018 had 15 total votes, and so that means the other side had 10. All right. So, yeah, 15 to 10 in terms of total votes. All right, let's jump into our number five most or highest rated show from 2018. We have Steins Gate Zero going up against Love is War Season 1 from 2019. Uh, no brainer. If this was Steins Gate, just regular, I think it would go to Steins Gate. Even though I love both of these shows so much, I bought all the manga for Love Is War because I love the show so much. Steins Gate Zero, good. Like, um, what would you call it? A good like representation of the Steins Gate franchise. It was cool that kind of got like this alternate sequel. However, I think Love Is War is a staple for rom coms, especially the comedy because the show is so funny. I absolutely love 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 is war. Uh, Chica, one of my best girl. Uh, Kaguya is probably my lead runner for best girl for this year. Uh, Ishigami is amazing. Shirogane is amazing. There's so many good elements to love is war, but that's not taking anything away from Steins Gate. But like I said before, if this was normal Steins Gate, it probably would have won. But I'm gonna go with Love Is War season one. Yeah, I guess uh, my points are all going to echo Pete's. Again, if it was Steins Gate Season 1, or the, the original Steins Gate, it would ha probably have to win just because that, that show is iconic. It's it, it's influential, it's iconic, and it's and it's it's uh, it's art. And it, you know, it, it's art at its purest. But um, Season 1 of Love is War, to go further on, on with your character listing, they're, they're really, I can't think of a single character in Love is War Season 1 that I did not like or think was good. Like... I really literally cannot think of a bad character from that show. And I love rom-coms. I think uh, they're, they're my bread and butter. Uh, I think Love is War takes this one very easily because uh, Steins Gate Zero is kind of like the um, the dessert that you don't really need to top off a like a fantastic That's a great course. way to put it. I, you know, like, like, I like that a lot. If you want more, you can have it, but it do it's not necessary for Steins Gate itself. Like Steins Gate was a complete meal on its own. I agree. So, so that's the way I would say. Yeah, you, love is war. All right, Adam. Yeah, I think that was a perfect way to state that, Pat. I normally don't agree with you on a lot of things. Wow, thank you. But, uh, I'm so proud that of was so, That was perfect. That's, that wasn't planned either. No, that was, that was brilliant. Yeah, you're 100% right. Uh, I don't have anything else to add. Love is war. All right. Uh, Miles, or not Miles, sorry. Uh, Saints having technical issues because why not? Uh, he did message me, however, and he also voted love is war. So, Miles. Uh, love me, mister. Oh, mister. Yeah. Um, I adore Love is War. It's my favorite manga. It's just so good. I, I I can't go into why I feel what I feel about for the whole series because it involves spoilers. Um, but I, 
season one is fantastic. It's a good adaptation of the manga. Um, I it, it it just hits me with a really hard nostalgic feeling about like what it's like to you know really like someone when you're in high school, which is like a fun time in life, you know, like trying to get that girl to like you or vice versa or whatever. Like that's it's the you know I don't know a formative time in people's lives. So I liked it. Um, I love Love Is War. Science Gate is cool. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like Love is War is perfect at what Love is War is. And that is just, I have to give it the nod there. I agree. So in a five to zero victory, Love is War season one defeats Steins Gate zero. The first five zero of the day, I think. It is. We just tied up the, the votes. Yeah, it's, it's entirely tied across the board. Yeah, you, maybe your meme vote might come back to haunt you on that My Hero Academia season three. I think it's... <laughs> we'll see. We'll, well see. We'll see. All right, next up, the number four rated show, we have The Disastrous Life of Psyche K Season 2 going up against Chihayafuru Season 3. Um, what to say? I haven't seen Chihayafuru, though it is like the Jose staple, I feel like. The show, if you think of, at least from my perspective, when I think Jose, I think of Chihayafuru. Psyche K, on the other hand, is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. I think it's genius. It gets worse when Netflix starts adapting it. But the first two seasons are like, I think I gave season one a 10 out of 10. It's so funny. Season two is great as well. Cause you get introduced to like the Gairu character a little bit more and she's great. And just Psyche, just trying to just live his life as like the most powerful character in like anime history. Like I honestly can't think of another anime character that could maybe beat Psyche in a fight. Yeah. There's no one. Can he beat Goku? Sure. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Can Psyche be Goku? That's a great question. Yes, uh, because he just like sent him to another dimension. Or something. Yeah, like, can, can he beat? Can he beat Sailor Cosmos? Who? That's the real question. It's what Sailor Moon's final form is, where she can pretty much just, if she doesn't want something to exist, she can erase it from the space-time continuum. It's very similar to Psyche's powers, okay. to be honest. Um, I, I would say because Psyche is not limited because it's a comedy show. Um, and that works. Yeah. That's all you it, need, right? I mean, like, that's like One Punch Man. I feel like no one can beat him because within his own universe, he just automatically wins. Exactly. Yeah. You have the power of comedy on your side. It's the satire. Yeah. yeah. But um, I would love to watch Chi Furu because Madhouse does it and that's my favorite studio. And I love like the out like the genres involved with it, but unfortunately, I think just Psyche K is such a good show. I love it so much. I'm gonna go with Psyche K. All right. Uh, so after hearing so much good stuff about Psyche K, I decided that um, I was not going to watch it. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> pause, but pause, pause. Uh, I did decide though to watch some highlights of it because it is a comedy though. So I, I feel like I can still get uh some of the funny moments of it so a video popped up on my youtube whatever one night and i was like procrastinating catching up on seasonal anime so i decided to watch it instead um and i laughed pretty much throughout the entire video even without having to watch these series myself versus with chiafuru um yeah i do agree that is um it's it's jose it's very popular it's a, it's one of the only jose that's really gotten so popular that it gets multiple seasons you know like uh it, it, even the the most popular one of recent time, which is uh, I, I guess I would say is a Yuri on Ice, right? That classifies as a Jose. Is like, it a like, Jose? I feel uh, like it's, 
I feel like I'm pretty sure it's technically defined. I mean, as well. I would definitely leave that sport targeted to females than males, but I, I someone would have to like look that up to be honest. I'm doing that. Let's go. Yeah, I see. <laughs> see, I read that it was a Jose, so I was like, oh well, that's another one that. Even that one, though, is struggling. Well, I don't know if it's struggling. Maybe it's still just production, but it hasn't gotten a season two yet. It hasn't got It is a yet. movie coming out. A movie, a movie coming yeah. out, right? Yeah, but it's still, it's taking a while, four years, right? Versus, so, like, you, you think Shi'i, if we were deserves well, it's supposed credit, to come out this year, but then COVID happened. Oh, okay. So maybe that's why it hasn't come out then yet. Um, But either way, though, Shi'i, if you were getting three seasons, that's got to be something said for it, but... I guess I just gotta go with Psyche K because again I was laughing my ass off the entire time without even having context. The the, the video clips were great. So I just want to say that since Chiyafaru has three seasons, Psyche has four. So just throwing that out there. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam, you're up. All right. Well, uh, these are another two series that I'm not familiar with entirely. Um, I've like uh, Pat. I've only seen clips of Psyche K, but uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that uh, disastrous life of uh, Saki K because I I feel like at least with those I know that I would enjoy it, and I can't even say the other one. I'm so bad. Chi Chihayafuru, Chihayafuru. Yeah. I can't say the title. I oh, it's on my shelf. I'll eventually watch it, but you know, I I have I have a feeling that Saki K would be more my speed so i'm gonna go with that all right sounds good saint i'm assuming you still have any technical difficulties so we'll just move over to miles yeah oh, um okay. i'm a uh oh, oh saint's here yeah i haven't seen either of them i've heard good things about both but uh when it comes to comedies i think it's a lot harder to nail and so i've heard a lot of people tell me that psyche k is like way like it hits the nail on every head and so I, uh, or every nail on its head. So I think I'm going to go with Psyche K just because I, I, I think Shiafru is a lot more of an investment to get it into. And I feel like it could be a lot more boring to people say. Whereas Psyche K, if, if everyone's telling me it's hilarious and it's a comedy, that must mean it's good. So I'm going to go with Psyche K. All right, Miles, round things out for us. Yeah, um, you know, unfortunately for Chihaifuru, we're not really the demographic for it. Um, you know, we are the demographic for Psyche K and it's, fantastic um i love psyche k i'm sure chi Furu is great um but unfortunately for it i don't care and i do care about um the disastrous life of psyche k i love it i honestly think it's still funny even after netflix gets its talents on it um it's not as good but you know i don't know also yeah, the bits get old at some point it's it's uh, kind of like the steinsgate zero thing where it's like it, it's so it, good in the beginning yeah. towards the end it's just like this is i mean this is it's still good it's just like it's not a 10 it's more of like a seven or eight yeah i agree with that um i i love psyche k i just it's so wholesome and fun and i don't know great yes. it's great it's the winner good all right so we have a next or back-to-back 5-0 sweep but this time it's for 2018 as the disastrous life of psyche k 5-0's chihaya furu season three Next up for the number three, this one's going to be insanely tough, is A Place Further Than the Universe going up against Vinland Saga. This is my number 10 favorite anime going up against my number 11 favorite anime of all time. <laughs> These are so neck and neck, completely, I, I should say polar opposite because they're both like adventure anime for sure. Just one has a lot more killing, and you'd be surprised. It's actually a place for the universe. <laughs> yeah, it's a place yeah, for the universe. So much murder. So much murder in a place for the, the universe. These four cute girls going to Antarctica. It's it's a Higurashi spinoff, and we didn't uh, even know it. <laughs> it's like the it's like the ghost ship. Once they get on the ship, they just start like killing everybody. It's like what is happening? 
Uh, no. That being said, A Place Further Than the Universe holds a special place in my heart. It has, there's so many reasons why I love this show. Uh, Vinland Saga, I think, is a modern masterpiece, especially if it gets a second season. Uh, like, it's gotta, right? Like, it's gotta. It has to. Because, I mean, because like, <laughs> Wit Studios is, like, not doing Attack on Titan. Like, Right, so what else are they going to do, right? Like, come on. <laughs> Just give it to us already, right? Yes, exactly. Um, not to be Book of Friends Season 8. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, but something like... I love the message A Place Further Than the Universe sends. I think it's incredible. I watched it. It was one of the shows where I watched it at the right time in my life. It was perfect for what I was going through at that time. So I'm reluctantly going to vote for A Place Further Than the Universe, even though both of these shows I have as 10s. I think they're both incredible. I think you should watch both of them. But A Place Further Than the Universe gets my vote. All right, uh, I'm going to, I'll just say it straight up, I'm going to unreluctantly vote A Place Further Than the Universe, uh, but I do agree that this is a very tough one, because both of these could have very easily been like the anime of the year for their years, respective years, right? Which I think A Place for the Universe won Crunchyroll's yes. anime uh, year. Sorry, in, my, in my vote, uh, Vinland was my runner-up, and then but and then A Place for the Universe won my 2018. Mm-hmm. So again, if Violet Evergarden didn't exist, I think this been my 2018 uh anime of the year in terms of just critically thinking too like because uh the first few episodes i didn't enjoy as much and then the chase scene happened and then i was hooked for the rest of the show yeah like that's basically that's the vibe that i got from it like i i couldn't um and you know i was i was in the middle of uh i believe it was my junior year of college uh when this show first came out or maybe my sophomore year either way uh the motivation that i felt from the show and chasing your dreams and and stuff it, it actually led to me changing my major so i uh or, or it, it helped motivate me and encourage me to change the major that i originally was so i uh i, I have to give it to this uh place for the universe that that show is just so so fantastic i it, it makes me smile just thinking about Absolutely. it and vinland saga though is is nuts though too like i, I even my normie friends who just watched shonen or Sainen were like this is awesome like, oh. like hyping the show up to me so i i can't speak highly enough about it either, yeah but. i mean just for vinland saga i mean osclod won our best antagonist last year he's my mm-hmm. second favorite character in anime history i think he's incredible what they do in vinland saga so like it's this is such a tough match and that was just a prequel that was just a prequel or whatever, yeah. or a prologue, whatever you want to call it. Like that wasn't even like the main story. That like I mean, you know, manga, you know, like the the the, the tea sipping, you know, pinky pinky yeah. finger waving manga readers have been saying that Vinland Saga is like the pinnacle of like manga. So like that, take that too. Like going into it, like it, it is adapting a what is considered a masterpiece. Very, oh yeah, very it's well. like because we, like like we have like the show we have the Shonen Big Three, and then we mm-hmm. have the sign in like Big Five, and then. The, um vinland saga is like number two behind berserk like essentially right when it comes to sign-ins and manga so you said a place further is your vote yes a place where they will always be my vote in this all right adam you're up next oh man this is a hard one for me for multiple reasons one i haven't seen either of these shows but i know how highly touted they are from both pat and from pete and especially from pete i talked to a lot more and i if if he had his way, I'd have watched them all not by now. But uh, like I said, like I said for other series, I have to be in the right place for a show like a place further than the universe. Well, I don't have to be that way for Vinland Saga. But that being said, 
normally shows that I have to be in the right like mental space, I tend to have a, a much higher a much higher score by the end of it when I go by the time I finish. So for that, I feel like there's a lot more upside to a place further than the universe for me than Vinland Saga would possibly have. I could see that getting a 10 if it does everything like entirely right. While Vinland Saga, I don't know what a show like that would have to do to, for me to give it a 10. So I don't I so I have to kind of give it to a place further than the universe, I guess. I just see that there's a lot of upside and since they're both kind of equal in terms of how much clout everyone's given them, that's going to be my deciding factor. All right. Uh Saint, you there? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. you're good. I just want to say, you're all insane. Uh, I'm not even going to hide it. Vinland Saga, easiest win I've ever given. Uh, so, I'm just going to start off by talking about Vinland Saga real quick. So, basically, you start off with, like, the first intro. It's pretty action-packed. A dude throws an axe through, like, three different dudes and a mast on a ship. Continue. Then it kind of dips down, gets a little character ability. And then you get a man that dies protecting his son and dies on his feet. Like, that is such a cool character moment to cement that character in the minds of all its viewers. And for us to know how much, like, Thorfinn has to look up to him. And just, like, just later on the series, like, even when you think nothing's going on, it's all building towards something. And before even the ending of the show, I knew it was a prequel because people were telling me that. And you get to that final scene and you see what happens. And you're like, I, there's no way, I don't want to spoil it, because it just came out last year. Yeah, don't but spoil like, there's, it, please. Yeah. There's no way you could have seen that coming. It was so and it's good. Such an, it's such an insane moment, because you think this character is built around his wit. And he, like, the character realizes how trapped they are, and what choice they had to make, and how they had to put it all, like, on the line. And just, and then it just, it ends, in title card, and it just goes, this is just the prequel. Like, that's such an insane way to start off a series with 24 episodes. Like, that is the most hype thing I've ever seen. And I haven't seen Place the Further in the Universe. The only thing I've seen is the mom beating the daughter because she said she was going to leave. And that was about it. And that's that was a great scene. Funny. That's a great scene. But besides that, I haven't seen anything. So it's easily Vinland. And it's like my anime of the year last year. So I think y'all are crazy. It was my runner-up. And this is... Like I said before, this is my number 10 all-time anime versus my number 11 all-time anime. Like Ridiculous. These, these, I think both of these shows are masterpieces. But, Miles, please round I mean, things out for us. Yeah, yeah I I don't know. I haven't seen either of these. Um, If I had <gasps> to watch one, I'd watch Finland Saga. Let's go! Uh, if I had to watch two, I'd watch Finland Saga twice, I think. Oh, let's go! So, facts, facts, facts. I just, like, I don't know. Some girls do cute things in Antarctica. It doesn't really... It's not what the show is. Go to Antarctica. Who, 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 about, you, it, it's stupid. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm old now and I've already followed my dreams and I'm like there. I've like done the shit I want to do. Humble brag. Wow. Like, okay, it's, so sure. I don't sucked, know. Right? It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I spend all day in a lab. Um, there are a lot of labs in you're Antarctica. Getting, you're getting married. Uh, I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> um... We have a cat. Uh, <laughs> most of the goals are achieved at this point. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I guess, like, I don't know. I just, it, I'm not saying that the show isn't like good or inspirational or anything. It, that's just not. 
It's not a thing I care about when watching media, I guess. I don't know. I just don't really care. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I usually watch stuff to, like, I guess, feel nostalgia more than I do to, like, feel inspired. Um, and I, I don't think Finland Saga would hit any nostalgia for me because I was never a Viking. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 one of these days, I'll watch a place further than the universe and I will beg at Pat's feet for forgiveness <laughs> for all the things I have said about it. Come back at my feet too while you're yeah, at it. You. Yeah, you, you'll be kissing uh, your toes. Okay. Um, but that day is not today. That's true. So I'm going to vote for Vinland Saga. Honestly, Vinland should have won Crunchyroll Awards like Anime of the Year. Demon Slayer should not have won. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> like, like it's so ridiculous. I think it made sense, but I get why. I agree that it probably should have won, but I think it makes sense that Demon Slayer won. Okay. Well, I actually think the next show up should have won Anime of the Year, and it won my Anime of the Year. But before we do that, a 3-2 to two victory for a place further than the universe over Villain Saga. Mm -hmm. Next up, we have the number two ranked anime of 2018. We have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 Golden Wind going up against Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. I'll make this quick and easy. Mob Psycho 100 Season 2 is a absolute <laughs> masterpiece. It won my anime of the year. Reagan is my favorite anime character ever. He is incredible. The show is amazing. I love Mob. Mob is so good. Give me more Mob. Mob Psycho 100 is my vote. Um, I, I don't know. I can't speak uh, about either of these shows that much because I... I just was not a fan of, of Mob Psycho when I tried it. Why? I, I just it didn't. <gasps> I it guess didn't you're a fool. I think it's a bad show. I agree. I've heard nothing but good things about it, so I can critically look at it and say that it is a good show. But it's just not not something I was that interested in. Versus with JoJo, <gasps> I enjoy the memes. I like Torture Dance. That's a really funny meme that came out of JoJo's Part Five. Yep. So I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, JoJo's Part Five because of that. Because again, I can just relate more to it. But I, I do acknowledge that Mob Psycho uh, 100 Season Two was like. It was I'll, very well done. I'll give JoJo Part 5 the ending was Jodeci, which is incredible. So I'll give yeah. them credit for that, but I hate you. Adam! I hate JoJo. <laughs> um, I don't have any attachment to JoJo's like a lot of people do. So I'm <gasps> just, I'm going to go with Mob Psycho 100 just because I, I enjoy that more than a show I never really got into. All right, Saint. So we're going to dive. I watched uh, One Punch Man season one before I watched Mob Psycho. And Same author. Honestly, I th yeah, yeah, by one, I yep. believe is his name. In case is people goes by. Know. Yeah, and so I think that really helps the experience. I feel like if you jump into Mob Psycho, you can't really appreciate it as much unless you see One Punch Man first, in my opinion. I absolutely it, disagree with that. Really? Absolutely. All right. Well, anyway. I, I just felt like if I would have watched Mob Psycho, I wouldn't have been able to appreciate either one as much as the other if I did it in the other order. That's just me. But I, I really, like, just the way they continued the series, like, it seems kind of random at first on season two. And then, but the stories they tell are really intriguing with, like, the family and, like, the, the ghost family that's just trying to live their life and Mob not wanting to do it and Mob's personal growth and, like, just the Urban Legend episode and... Just so many great episodes with Reagan realizing his fault and Mob telling him like he always knew he was a con man. Like, all like he's a the he's a good person and that's what he is. He's not a con man or that kind of thing. Oh, it's, it, it hits so so good and I just I love it. 
And especially, like, the fight animation and just, like, the choreography, like, that teleport fight, the way they built it, and, like, they're, everyone's going all around the city, in through buildings, in through parking lot garages, and fighting each other. And it still feels super cohesive and well-organized to where I'm not lost where everyone is. Like, I can still make sense of what's happening. It was such a cool thing. And I just think, uh, I think Mob Psycho really shines over JoJo's. And even though I've only seen part one and part two of JoJo's, I'm on part three. Okay. I still think either way I would pick Mob. And yeah, just that fight scene in Mob, it was incredible. And how it like, it did not get the recognition it deserved last year because it was so oh, overhyped no, by Demon all. Slayer's episode 19. I was like, Mob's fight is so much better. Actually, I think there's two fights in season two that yeah. are better than the Demon Slayer one. But you know what? It is what it is. I'm not crying over spilled milk, <sighs> even though I am. And I make a podcast and I bitch about it. Miles, you're up next. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lot to say on these. I'm just going to vote for Mob Psycho 100 season two and call that a day. All right. So in, in a four to one victory, we have Mob Psycho season two over JoJo's Bizarre Adventure part five. We are now entering the final one. The score right now is five to four. This one's gonna be a tight one. The number one rated show from 2018. We have Gintama's final season going up against Attack on Titan season three part two. This one's tough. Back to the same discussion we had before. I hate Attack on Titan. I think it's really bad, but I'm not gonna take Boo. away from the fact that Attack on Titan season three part two. I think we brought this up on, like, the last episode where it's, like, the number two, like, one of its episodes is, like, number two on IMDb behind the yeah. Breaking Bad episode. Like, Ozymandias. Ozymandias' episode of Breaking Bad. I'm not going to take credit away from, like, what Attack on Titan does. Gintama, never seen an episode. It's gag comedy, and it has a bunch of other stuff that goes into it. So these are two shows. One show I haven't seen and one show I dislike. So it's trying to like weigh the decision of which one of the two should I vote for. And I'm going to stick to my gut. I'm going to stick to my, my pride. I'm sticking to my morals. I'm voting for Jintama the final season. No! Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So we can tell where Saint's going to go with this guess with that reaction. But um, all right. So for me, again, like we've talked about, yeah, Attack on Titan season three, part two is, is really hyped up and it's, the, the amount of hype that it generated is so much so that I'm willing to sit through an entire movie summing up the first three seasons of it to try and watch season four with everyone else. Uh, but at that same time, I think the show Gintama, even though I haven't watched a lot of it, I've only seen bits and pieces, I think that this show would sit better with me and I would enjoy it more. And I also think that it's the fact that it's gotten however many seasons it has and it's still looked at this favorably uh speaks volumes to the characters themselves not only just the fact that it's gag because you know gag comedy will will run itself dry i think uh well i i don't know maybe maybe it's another discussion but konosuba i think if konosuba had seven or eight seasons by now i'd be like okay let, let's get on with it right oh, i'd watch a thousand episodes of Kono i mean Suba. i would i well that's the thing like i i i think i would watch a thousand episodes of it but i think i would eventually be like man they're really starting to run dry on like jokes or plot points that they could go with so it speaks volumes to the characters of gintama you don't think so all right maybe not i mean, I, <laughs> I, think, novels, I, think, 
and maybe not in the world. That's my point. The light novels are, are good up until now, but Gintama has so much more even beyond that with just the amount of stuff that they put on in the anime, I guess. But either way, the characters are um, great in Gintama from what I can tell, and I think I'm going to have to go with Gintama as well. All right, Adam. Oh, my God. I mean, this is... At least for me, I think it's pretty night and day, at least based on my own opinion. I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Attack on Titan, but even if I was, Gintama is one of those shows that if you check out Mal's list of like highest rated shows, it's, it covers that list. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard to talk about a show that I feel like, at least across the board, at least with my, my anime list fans, is so highly praised that I feel like it dwarfs Attack on Titan. So I have to give it to Gintama just for that. All right. Saint, I think I know your vote, but please go ahead. Oh, my God. I can't believe you people. What do you mean by I, you, people? you people? Yeah, what? Oh, wow, wow. Are you going to say the G no, word? We're, bl- we're Black Lives Matter, by the way. We're a Black Lives Matter <laughs> podcast. I'm going gonna... <laughs> to... Uh, so I, I was gonna, cause I got started getting internet problems. My discord was crashing and everything. I was going to talk about attack on Titan season three in total, but like part one, you had the Levi chasing, which is like one of the hypest, coolest anime scenes that year, let alone in all of anime. And then you go into season three, part two, and it starts off firing on all pistons where you have all these characters finally coming together and everything's starting to make sense and the part one turned the series into more of a political kind of scope instead of just action focused and now we're getting this put mix this nice cool mix of political and action and we're starting to learn more about the world and they finally made it to the basement like we've been waiting what like almost eight years so what so what this is so important and we've been waiting eight years and there's it's like one piece like you don't know what the one piece is and it's like how can they live up to this hype and somehow he still found a way to live up with the what's in the basement you had like the decision between who to save who to give another titan power you find out all this secret stuff you outed the fake king like there's so many good things they finally made it to the sea you get the whole backstory for what made this world how it is and it's such an impactful series and it, there's a reason it's one of the highest rated and i get gintama's top leaderboard but that's because gintama fans are like one piece fans they're very diehard yeah, gintama do you not hear yourself <laughs> right now gintama's a long series fan how do you how do you think i felt when i tried to argue with say at our girl the okay. episode okay and now, okay. You, know, okay. now you know how i feel you're never gonna look at it critically fairly so like it's not it's not something that you can really use that excuse for comparing but it's like gintama's like what like 500 episodes and then you have 367 it's not that bad it's only 300 that's that's all right that isn't that bad i thought it was a lot longer i thought it was like 367 is insane it is insane but not in in comparison like one piece one piece like is anyone like sucking one piece like uh yes yes Yes. Yes. annoyingly (laughs) annoyingly easy 
Let, let's, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll stick my neck out there. I'm a One Piece hater. I hate it. Oh, I, yeah. I don't. How dare it's you? Mad. I think you're, almost you're every weekly serial Odin show is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so why why would you guys vote Gintama but not Attack on Titan when you guys don't like One because, Piece? Okay, you said it. You said it. You you needed eight years to find out what's what happened in the basement. I'm going to take maybe an hour and a half into a two-hour movie to find out what's in that basement from the moment that I find True. out that there is a basement. It's, still, it's cool. just as impactful, though. The world's still just as interesting. We'll find Even in that movie. We're going to find out. Oh, my God. We're going to find out, my friend. All right, say what's your vote. I'm fucking Attack on Titan. Right, 100%. Miles, please round things out for us. So I'm sad that Love is War is going to be eliminated because I think it's probably the best anime out of these two years. Oh, my but, God. Um, no, what, I, what I need to say, is, well, it's definitely not Violet Evergarden. Um, so <laughs> I just want to, you know, um, like if this was Attack on Titan versus Violet Evergarden, I have to change my tune on Attack on Titan. But it's not. Um, I don't care what Gintama is. Gintama could suck. Um, it wouldn't suck as bad as Attack on Titan does. Attack on Titan is oh not my a good show. The characters are uninteresting. The action is unexciting. There is no drama. It is super predictable. It is fucking awful. I have dropped it like four or five different times. I guess there's something to be said about the cultural impact of it. If I have felt the need to try yeah. to suffer through this <laughs> show so many times. Oh my god. Um... But it's bad, and honestly, Saint, you should feel bad for liking it. It no. is not. How good. dare you? It is How a dare dumb you? show. The <laughs> only good thing about the show is Levi. Like it's True. the only only memorable character. Whoa, wait, 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 wait! Sorry to interrupt you. Have I have any of you finished season one? Yeah, yes, I, I finished. I dropped in season one two times, in season two twice, and I don't remember where the season first two time. is not that good. I don't like season two. But okay, yeah. Anyway, you, did, you thought the Annie twist was predictable? Yeah, oh my God! The the Titan is the only female character. That's <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I can't understand what's being said. I can't. I'm so glad I'm not. Gonna I, be, maybe we moment, can find out. Yeah. The moment Aaron died, I was like, "Oh, he's not dead. He's actually that Titan that's been." Yeah, that was obvious. The then I, you yeah, have the obvious. female Titan show up. And she's blonde, and you're like, it's probably the muscular girl that's... Yeah, that's probably blonde. the blonde girl, it's yeah. So, it's everything <laughs> that happened in that show, I predicted. But, and so but what... Like, all right. But oh, this like, is not how, Attack on Titan podcast. We're talking... Uh, we need one! This is bullshit! Oh, my God! No, it's great. Great plug. Saint has his own um, podcast coming out. You can talk about it there. But, Miles, please finish your statement. Yeah, yeah, well, let's wrap this up. I'm voting for any show that isn't Attack on Titan season three. Oh, my God! In that case, in this particular case, it's Gintama the final season. All right. Um, it might be something... Hey, different. here's a question. Yeah. Would you... Are Freda versus Attack on Titan? What would you pick? Attack on uh, Titan. Our Oh my god, let's go! Okay, we're not talking about <laughs> Alright, go ahead, sorry. Alright, so Miles, Miles votes for Gene Tama the final season, which gives it a 4-1 to one victory over Attack on Titan Season 3. I'm going to Fuck assume a lot of people shit. would be happy about that, but you know what? It's our podcast, so we do whatever we want. So, yeah. that wraps up the, the rating section with a 3-2 to two victory in the rating section 2018, defeats 2019, Overall, that means 2018 oh. wins six to four, and Close we'll be taking one. on the winner of 2011 versus 2016, which will be happening. 2011, let's go. That's gonna be a good one. So, thank you so much for watching or listening, depending on where you're listening. Uh, if you like what you hear, please like, comment, subscribe. You know that bullshit that we always say. Uh, it helps with the YouTube algorithm. It helps with the iTunes algorithm. That all bullshit. So, if you like us. 
please help us. That'd be great. If you want to talk to us, we have a discord in the description below. You can, like I said before, talk to us, anything about that. Join play among us with us. You can play among us with us, which oh, yeah, we're, we're we got right super now. randomly into oh, among yeah, us. So we need more people for that. Uh, we have watch club in a week, which is the girl who left through time. Anybody, yep. anybody can join with that. But that being said, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in a week. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.